It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. I'm James Erpine. It's great to be with you. So much to get to. And as always, this is a daily Bengals podcast. We peel back the curtain, try to give you an inside look at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals 6-9 and nine on the season, closing out with a road game this Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. And in this podcast, I talk with wide receiver Tyler Boyd, defensive tackle Andrew Billings, and star, I'm going to say it, he was the star last Sunday, Alex Redman, him and Christian Westerman, huge in the Bengals rushing attack up front, played at guard. So a lot to get to. You can subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Megaphone, and wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to keep it locked. Unlocked on Bengals.com. Every single podcast posted there as well. And we're on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. And before we get to the interviews, three interviews today, um, I wanted you to listen to this. Paul Daner Jr. Cincinnati.com will be on tomorrow's podcast. But I, I wanted you to listen to this little bite b- between Lance McAllister and, and Dave Lapham because I watched weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of Christian Westerman and Alex Redman being inactive. And those weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks went by and the Bengals' offensive line couldn't run block and they couldn't run block and Joe Mixon was getting hit by the time he had the ball handed to him. Giovanni Bernard had zero running lanes. So when I look at this team, at how things have been run, I look and I asked Marvin Lewis this today in the Bengals' locker room. You're going to hear that answer in just a second. But here's Dave Lapham and Lance McAllister on why in the world did the Bengals, why were they so hesitant in waiting to unleash Alex Redmond and Christian Westerman? Why did it take so long for this team to take a look at Alex Redmond and Christian Westerman? Good question. And, you know, in the second quarter, I did put that out there. What the he- why? Where the hell have they been? And Dan said, don't hold back, you know. Um, so I-, I don't know because they have had trouble moving people at the line of scrimmage, uh, dead last in the NFL in rushing, not only yards per game, but average per, per carry. It's a good question. And, you know, it's, it's, it, obviously the answer is young guys don't know if their assignment's sound, don't know if I can trust them, don't know if I can trust them in big, you know, key parts of the game, can't afford mental mistakes, key, key moments of the game, you know, and I guess I guess you can say uh, it's easy easy now. Uh, you can uh, hindsight's 2020. You can second guess. All I know is Detroit was playing for the playoffs. Yep. So it wasn't like they were going against a team that was playing patty cake. That was a team that was playing good hard football against them. They responded. They responded. So again, I don't know. I can't answer that question. Only one guy can answer it. Yeah, Paul Alexander. Yeah, offensive line and, coach. And and if. Uh, you know, and, and I don't know, Marvin may not have said, look, I want to see the young guys. Marvin's not big on playing young guys until, you know, a situation like this where you can go ahead and play them and evaluate them. Yep. Paul Gunther has said many, many times, 
his uh, athletic director told him when he was a head coach, he was a head coach when he was only like 24 years old um, at the college that he played linebacker at. And the athletic director said, for every freshman you play, it's a loss. So if you're going to play three freshmen, you better plan on three losses this season. That was his message. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of coaches, sure. you know, have that mindset for sure. It's great to have you in. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Let's get to one of my interviews. Caught up with Andrew Billings. He was a healthy scratch last week in the, the second-year defensive tackle out of Baylor. I talked to him about a bunch of stuff. It's freezing here in Cincinnati, like ice cold. Five, more than ice cold. It was like five degrees when I was in it. I interviewed Andrew Billings earlier today, and it was even colder than that when I went out to warm up my car this morning. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals defensive tackle Andrew Billings. How was your Christmas? Pretty good, pretty good. What'd you get? What was your favorite uh, gift? I didn't really get anything. My dad came down, though. Okay. Yeah. Enjoyed some family time? Yeah. What, what was your the best gift you gave? I didn't give anything. Either. You didn't give anything? Uh, my, my teammates gave me some stuff like Amazon. Okay. Amazon thing. Yeah. You have Amazon Prime? Yeah. You have Amazon Prime? That's yeah. the best. I use that for I all mean, my Christmas gifts. How do you see what it's like? Uh, what do you think about it's like five degrees today and it was colder this morning how awful is it to play football in the cold uh i mean the warming up part pretty awful it's not awful to play football on the field it's awful to come off the field sit on the bench and then go back out like that first play is always the the test you know (laughs) yeah i tell you how it drives gonna go in the locker room with andrew billings is it do the hits hurt more no, not really. Really? Not is for that... defense linemen. Probably for, like, the corners and linebackers. Yeah. <laughs> for us, not really. Receivers? Yeah, and... yeah. <laughs> That's tough. How do, you, how do you warm up? How do you stay warm on the sideline? Still move around? Yeah, you got to move around. And, well, I mean, it was my first time playing in some cold stuff. Mm-hmm. We got the heated bench, so, you know, stay around the bench. Yeah. Get on the bike, you know, especially coming out of halftime, really stretch and hydrate. Most people have problems hydrating in the cold, so definitely hydrate. It's crazy. In the in the locker room with Andrew Billings, were, were you surprised to not be active the, the other day? Uh, a little bit, but uh, it happened. Yeah. When, when do you find out? Did you find uh, out the game day or do you find yeah, out the week up? Before the game. I kind, of, I kind of figured it out the day before the game. And coach told me before the game. Yeah. How? Uh, what's the the goal? I guess your goal, obviously, to be active this week, but how do you want to finish the season? Finish it strong, you know, show that I can do everything I need to do and, you know, work on what I need to work on in all season. Is there any concern or worry? Obviously, you're, you're a young player. Um, there is the, the looming, will Marvin be back or will he not? Mm-hmm. Who knows, right? But if he's not, there'll be a new coach here. Is there any expectations for yourself? You, you want to put good film out there so right, whoever's right. here, you, you, right. they see that and they yeah. say, oh, Andrew Billings can play. All right, that's, that's basically that's it. You know? yeah. No matter what's happening, you know, I got to take care of myself. So like I said, put good film out there and work on what I need to work on. How cool was it to see like Alex Redman and Christian Westerman getting time on the offensive line and and moving people a bit yeah, last nah, week? That was, that, was, that was neat, especially you know. I mean, Alex has been working hard out here. He's dropped weight. He looks real good on that one screen. He ran out of field block down there three people. So <laughs> it was interesting. You know, everybody gets to take chance, and they. I think Alex and him came out and they did their job. Any off-season plans? Any vacations planned or anything like that? Might, might go to California, but I gotta go to school. So, oh, okay. I gotta, <laughs> yeah. that's right. When, when school start up? Uh, school starts really. Sh- I start my school. I'm gonna get down there on the fifth. How many more classes do you have? I got 16 hours left. Six? That's not bad. Are yeah, you- not too bad. Th- that's that's one full time semester. Yeah, so if you break it up. <laughs> you break. How many credit hours are you gonna be taking? Uh, credit at 16. Oh, oh you're I'm gonna knock it out, it out here. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm knocking right. it out. Yeah. So when will you be done? 
I should be done by summer. I should graduate in some time. How about that? Well, congratulations. What, what was your major? Communication with a minor in business. Nice, nice. Well, early congratulations. Grind, I, I've been there with yeah, the... Yeah. The communications that last. Oh, I bet. I, I, I you want to travel. You want to do things, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, save my budget. So yeah. you'll knock it out, and yeah. uh, and then uh, good luck this off season with training. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. That's Andrew Billings. Good stuff from him. We'll see if he's active this week. Definitely a big week for him and the the Bengals in general. They're young players. I'd love to see him get out there, get some more experience, and get some much needed reps. These young guys need reps in, in this Bengals. Coaching staff, probably not going to be there. Marvin's not going to be here. Paul Gunther, probably not going to be here. So you need Billings, you need these guys to get reps to see what they can do moving forward. And it's I just hope that that's the plan this week. Get the young guys in. I want to see a heavy dose of Brian Hill, the running back. I know Joe Mixon could be healthy and Giovanni Bernard. Get the young guys, get the young guys some reps. Because I, the last thing I want is Joe Mixon to be hobbled going into the offseason. Or Giovanni Bernard hobbled going into the offseason. Or A.J. Green hobbled going into the offseason. Get these guys healthy. It's why I would start A.J. McCarron. They won't. I would. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. We'll get to the other two interviews of the day with Tyler Boyd and Alex Redman. But first, a word from draft. Fantasy football fans, if you're like me, you've been eliminated. In the fantasy playoffs, I'm, I'm alive in one league. We'll see how I do. But it's not too late to join the half a million people that have downloaded the Draft app. If you haven't tried the Draft app, it's awesome. It's a real-life snake draft. And it takes less than five minutes to complete. And I'm going to give you an opportunity, a chance to try it out for free on me. You play for cold, hard cash. Your chances of winning 80% better. Then salary cap sites, all new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use the promo code LONFL. Play in a real money game for free just by using the promo code LONFL. And to me, it, it's so much fun because I enjoy drafts. I hate injuries. I hate waiver wires. I hate going through all that stuff. You avoid all that. You don't have to worry about a salary cap. You don't have to worry about injuries. You pick your team. You draft. It takes less than five minutes. You win cold, hard cash. I've done it. You can, too. Just search Draft in your app store. Go to Draft.com. Come play free right now with promo code L-O-N-F-L. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Let's get to a couple more interviews before we close up shop on today's podcast. First, I caught up with Alex Redman, who was a big part of of the Bengals win over the Lions, and here he is with me discussing the opportunity, Christmas, and more. My interview with Bengals offensive lineman Alex Redman. Alex, how reassuring is it that you go out there? Obviously, you've been grinding uh, between the practice squad and just in practice to go out there and have some success on the field. I mean, it definitely feels good just to, you know, obviously you work at something, then you see it come to floor, like, you know, before your eyes, you know, so it, it felt great, really. Um, 
I don't, it all came together really at the perfect time. So it was a little, a little late to the party, but we're, just, we're still here. So, Looking back at the film, what, what are some things uh, the other way, I'm going to play devil's advocate, that you think you could have done better? I mean, I definitely, like in past pro, I got pushed back a couple times because I was too high. But um, I think it just uh, gave my little center, uh, center of gravity a little lower on the, on the pass. So I think it would be much more stout and be good to go. How fun was Bengals line yesterday with Lance and Lap? Oh, I had a great time. Yeah. Flew by. Flew by. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. I was listening to it. So was it cool to see some, a lot of fans out there? Oh, yeah, it was tight. I mean, um, just nothing but love from all those people. Uh, you know, nice old, little old lady gave me, like, some, like, a brownie for your pecan pie. <laughs> that was delicious. Absolutely off the chain. Um, it was super cool. They were super nice to my wife, too. It was nice. It was a really cool experience. In the locker room with Alex Redmond, how was your Christmas? My Christmas was awesome. Yeah. Got a... Got to bless my wife with some cool stuff. Um, bought her a nice new car. Um, what kind? Can I ask what kind? It's a it's a little van, nice. uh, Chrysler, yeah. kind of country. Yeah. Nice. So, and I'm having a little baby, little baby boy. And, oh, congratulations. Uh, pretty soon here. So things are good. Get to play. Things yeah. have been real good recently. Uh, looking ahead to, to this week, do you think you'll get, get some more reps? Yeah, I'm thinking so. I mean, um, if anything, it, it might be the same. Mm-hmm. It might be a little different. I'm not sure what's up with the other offensive linemen, but if I had to guess, it'd probably be more of the same. As far as the Ravens, obviously they, they pose a challenge up front. Right. That they still have plenty to play right. for. What, what have you seen from that defensive line? I mean, they're just they're just physical. They're not guys that you could, um, you know, that, that stay blocked. You know, they, they work off blocks. They keep going. They play hard. I mean, it's just, um, you know, um, Coach was saying earlier we got to master physicality, and, you know, if anything, we have to be more physical than them to negate a lot of the stuff that they do well. So, um, yeah, they're just real physical up front, real physical, play into you guys, push you back, you know, look around for the ball kind of time. As far as the offseason goes, obviously, who knows what coaches are going to be back. They could all be back. None of them could be back. Is it – is it good that you're able to get some playing time these last couple oh, yeah. weeks just to just show whoever is the coach, whether it's it's Paul Alexander and Marvin or someone else, that you can play? Right. I mean, I'm not really looking at it like that. You know, either way, like, I, you know, I want to play. Sure. So it don't, it don't matter who's watching. Like, I still want to play. You know, I've wanted <laughs> to play this whole this whole year. But, um, you know what, yeah, like you said, like, it is good to put that film out there. It is to have my resume, you know, so anyone can see it. Because I, I don't know what's going to happen next year. I don't know if anyone really does. But, um, you know, that's not anything I can control. I can only control grabbing dudes as hard as I can. That's about it. <laughs> Alex, I appreciate the time. Good luck Sunday. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good stuff from that guy. Really good stuff. Happy for him. He's, he's a hungry dude. Hungry to play. Hungry to prove himself. Itching to do that. And that, to me, is so vital, so important. And, and it's one of those things where you, you look at this team – you look at where they're going. They're going to have to turn to some of these young guys. Maybe Alex Redman can be a building block moving forward. Same thing goes for Christian Westerman. Another player that most fans, I think, hope is a building block moving forward is Tyler Boyd, who's taken a step back this year after having a, a pretty good rookie campaign with over 600 yards receiving. I caught up with Tyler to talk about that, talk about the struggles this year, to discuss his rapport with Andy Dalton because I think it's gotten better in recent weeks. And so much more. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals' second-year wide receiver, Tyler Boyd. Tyler, how hard is it to stay focused the final game of the season and not think about going on vacation, you know, having having the end of the year? Because this has been a grind. It's been since, since late July, early August, and I know the season hasn't gone like you wanted it to, but you're almost at that finish line. Um, you know, it's just tough, you know, thinking – 
just to get through the season. You know, we all wanted to continue our season, you know, continue to play, go to the playoffs and see what that can take us. You know, so now I think guys is not pretty much leaning on the off season, but they're pretty much is. You know, every guy still want to go out there and beat the Baltimore Ravens. I know that much. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think no guy is going to go out there just to get by, just to get to the off season. Mm-hmm. You know, I know guys are anxious and ready to get to the off season, but I think guys are going to handle the business first. In the Bengals locker room with Tyler Boyd. Tyler, what, or how important, rather, is it to to dial in and stay focused, even though this game, in the grand scheme of things, is just one game, knowing that there could be a new head coach, could be a new offensive coordinator, could be all of these different evaluators that you don't have a rapport with that, that didn't draft you? Uh, you know, I, I just feel like for myself, you know, I'm just going to come here and finish this week strong, you know, and just continue to put good things on film, you know. Don't don't show them my lack of discipline, you know, not go out there and, and do my own thing, you know, and make them feel like I'm just ready to get up out of here, you know. I'm just continue to be me, you know, and come here to work and just whenever it comes, it's going to come. Tyler, you, it seems like you're in, at least getting in, into that rapport that we saw last year with you and Andy towards the end of the season. He's gone to you on, on some big plays, on some third downs to extend drives. Does it feel any different than it did at the beginning of the season when the offense was a little more out of sync? Um, I wouldn't say that much, you know, because we still got our guy, you know, AJ. You know, I think I was starting to get a little bit heavily targeted last year once he went down. You know, but now we got him back, and we still got him rolling. We are rolling, you know, it's just like I mentioned on the time. Whenever whenever my name is called on third downs or whenever he decided to throw me the ball, I'm always be that guy for him, you know, a guy that he could rely on whenever he's in trouble to, you know, to, to, to place the ball somewhere, you know, that I'm reliable. So I'm continuing to be that, that, that type of player for him. A few more questions for Tyler Boyd. A uh, little non-football stuff. How was your Christmas? Man, it was great, you know, just to go home and just be with the family, mm-hmm. you know, and finally and, and have a day to sleep in, you know, <laughs> was, was, was was real great for me, you know. So just, just, just coming back and working and just finishing this week strong, you know, is most important for me, you know. What's the best gift you got for Christmas? Um, my my uh, daughter got me a dad uh bracelet oh, yeah. i really like that cherish that you know so that's probably the best that i i like what's the best give you gift you gave to someone um <laughs> that's a tough one i got so many gifts for people uh what are a few gifts you gave then how about that uh well my expensive gifts i got i got my on a louis v purse you know and i was you know continue to just bless my mom with a lot of things i got her um elephant charm necklace oh, nice. and you know, she loves elephants, you know, she's fascinated by elephants, so I think that really overwhelmed her, you know, she was yeah. happy about that, but other than that, you know, I, I think as a whole, you know, it was, it was great. Obviously, it's a, a 415 or 425 kickoff now. How do you plan your New Year's around that, knowing you'll probably get back and the ball might have dropped, or you'll get back right around midnight or just after? Man, you know, it's probably, what, my third year not really having a New Year's, yeah. so, it's, you know, to me, it's like, man, it's like another day, but at the same time. I'm like, when is it going to be a year that I can, you know, celebrate it, <laughs> yeah. you know? It, but, I mean, yeah, it's tough, man. I wanted, Everybody wanted to play. I won. Even the Baltimore Ravens, they wanted to play. I won, you know. So, I, I mean, we can't do nothing about it now, man. Is there any difference playing at, at 425 as far as preparation goes versus the, the 1 o'clock start? Not really, you know, just the effect on the weather. Mm-hmm. Pretty much going to be the biggest part of the game. You know, we still want the sun to at least be out and – you know, get some type of heat. But once the sun go down, you know, it's going to play a big factor. You know, but at the, end, at the same time, we got to just just play. We, we, it's going to come. It's going, it's going to pass by. We're going, we're going to get through it. Tyler, I appreciate the time. I, I know a lot of fans 
agree with this and, and wish you luck this offseason, and, and we look forward to talking to you in 2018. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. I really hope he pans out. I, I really hope next year we see a healthy John Ross, Tyler Boyd getting the opportunity that I envisioned he'd get this year, and A.J. Green on the other side with a, an innovative offensive mind, upgraded line, Joe Mixon behind him. Because this offense in general, they're 32 in the league in total offense, has a chance, though, to be explosive next season. You can't convince me otherwise. Ross stays healthy. Mixon in the backfield. Upgraded line. Boyd established in the slot with Green on the other side. I haven't even mentioned Eifert coming back or not. I assume a better offensive scheme, offensive play caller. Obviously, that's up in the air. We'll get into that on future podcasts and future news. But to me... This team has potential, and we'll see if they can deliver on that this offseason. There's not going to be a better place for offseason Bengals coverage than right here, the Locked on Bengals podcast, LockedOnBengals.com. We're working on some stuff, developing it now, getting a couple more voices added to the team as well. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you keep it locked on the Locked on Bengals podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we're also on Megaphone. And by the way, make sure you give us a follow on Twitter, at LockedOnBengals, at James Rapine. Until tomorrow, when you'll hear from Paul Daner Jr. of Cincinnati.com, this has been the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.